welcome everybody to the next episode of Chiefs Focus First and Ten. You are here with JP and Caleb. What's up, bro? I'm doing good, man. How are you doing? Not too bad. Not too bad. Looking at this roster and looking at everything we did, looking damn good. Yeah, for I agree. Pretty there. nice. I ain't too worried about the hiccup. It's not going to be too big of a deal. Mm-hmm. But uh, other than that, man, I mean, <laughs> we're a, we're a scary, scary bad man team. I mean, that's just you know, that's just all we are. We're looking good. What do you think, man? I agree. Just looking at the acquisitions on the practice squad, even the 53-man roster that we're going to get into later, I have a feeling the Chiefs are going to be able to pull some uh, great games this year, and they're going to be able to probably set a record in the offensive game game planning this year. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, they're scary, dude. I mean, The offense looks just that dynamic when you look oh. at it all together, boxing it up compared to other teams. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be an opposing team. I mean, I just mm-hmm. wouldn't want to be, you know. I mean, they're, they're just dangerous. Uh, looking at that roster and even what they pulled off for the, the practice squad, which, you know, we had talked about that on a previous show. We knew, mm-hmm. for the most part, everybody that they brought back, we knew they were going to bring back. For the most um, part. For the most part. I mean, there was one that we, you know, we were a little bit kind of wondering about with Will Parks. But uh, other than that, everybody else we knew about. We actually knew about Thompson way before preseason and then during that first preseason game we announced it on the show that he wasn't going to be make, make it back yeah it looked like thompson just the way the running back room was and kind of what we've seen in the past with him and then even our conversation the other day kind of just broke it all into light it was kind of on the decline anyway and yeah, unfortunately this probably looked like it looks like for the best so we'll see what's going to happen, and that's probably something we'll probably get into. But end of the day, we wish him the best of luck. But, hey, man, I'm ready to jump into this stuff. What, what's the first topic you got for us today, man? Well, you know what? Uh, talking about Thompson right off the bat, it's it's kind of funny because I had heard some things prior to the preseason, and I didn't mm-hmm. really get into it because I didn't, I didn't know how true it was. But then I had gotten um, a call, and I had talked to you about it prior. Mm-hmm. And it kind of solidified what I had heard. And he wasn't happy. You know, he was just unhappy with the organization. And not so much with the organization other than how he felt he was treated Hmm, as far as a player. And he was just unhappy with his playtime. How he was, I guess, in his words, how he was held back behind other running backs. Okay. And he felt like he was, you know, held back behind... Daryl Williams held back behind, you know, Bell behind everybody for that matter. Mm-hmm. You know, we brought other running backs in. We did this. We did that. He never got his other, you know, his chance. I guess he is in his words, and he was just fed up with it. I mean, look, I, I've always had my opinion about him. I thought maybe he had an opportunity to, or he had the skill set to be able to do it. I didn't mm-hmm. think, you know, my opinion was he didn't have the size to be able to handle, you know, 20, 25 carries a game. Me and you mm, had yeah. that conversation for the last two years. But, again, I don't think the Chiefs thought that either. You know, they gave him an opportunity two or three times. He turned down the practice squad this year. He went to the Bucks. He's I not saw that. That was very interesting, though. He stopped, he rejected the Chiefs, and then went to the Bucks. And he, I forgot who reported. I, maybe it was Herbie Tope. Mm-hmm. But he reported that he said he rejected the Chiefs and went to the Bucks. I'm like, I mean, okay. I mean, that kind of right there, before we even talk, was kind of show you, well, yeah, he doesn't want to be here. Yeah. And even when we talked later, kind of solidified. And, hey, I like Darwin Thompson. I thought it was going to be really good coming out of 
Utah State running in this offense. And I know one uh, one, uh, one part of his game that he never got to really showcase was the screen catches as, uh, as sorry screen catches he could be get as a running back. And that's something we see we see that this new offensive line that could something that could happen. So it's to me it's kind of like a what if we could we know what Daryl uh, sorry we know what Thompson can do. We just didn't get to see the full potential. And I understand if you're saying he was frustrated with the opportunity. I mean, yeah, that's going to happen. I mean, veteran players are going to come in. And unfortunately, that's just kind of how sometimes it works on the um, the operating role or how yeah. the hierarchy. The pecking, and it's just a pecking, pecking order. order. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I mean, it's part of the game. I mean. Yeah, it is. You got to develop within the system. And we've look at Jody Fortson. Okay, he's a great example. He's been sitting there in the wings, and he got converted to a tight end, which we mm-hmm. knew was going to happen. Hell, mm-hmm. we found uh, we, we found broke out on about the show. That. Yeah, and we found out about that months ago, and we broke it on the show. And then what happened? He got converted to a tight end. He's yeah, a hybrid and the, player. And the funny thing is, is that I think we probably even <laughs> talked about this even last year because yeah. when you look at Jordy Forson, they were moving him to a tight end. They kind of kept moving him back to forth, back and yeah. forth, back to forth, and just kind of seeing that as I kind of tell. Well, obviously they see him. He has great attributes at both so it makes sense to put him as a hybrid tight end but you told me man we you broke down the show and yeah. we've been talking about that yeah. but when it kind of comes to thompson the whole situation i wish him the best look i hope it works out because it makes me kind of sad to see kind of what could have happened and it'll be interesting to see what he can do at the end of the day i hey, really man. hope it works out but the move to see him go to the buccaneers kind of seem more like a spite and it seems like he, and it was reported that he rejected Hey, I really have Gore anyway. Be honest, yeah, the more complete running back. I think you, even you and I, and we had Philip on the show. We're, we're saying Gore will make the either the roster or he will definitely make the practice squad. And I was putting tweets out probably during I think the first or the second preseason game saying he will make the practice oh. squad. Look, he's making a compelling case, oh, over, yeah. even over Darwin at that point. And obviously, the Chiefs, honestly, they kind of did a they trying were trying to get Thompson offered him first. He rejected, so they went with Gore. I'm telling you, man, the Chiefs are able to find good running backs in certain places. I'm happy about that, and I really think Gore could possibly get a call-up if and only if someone were to get hurt. Hopefully no one gets hurt, but I think he has a great time, and I think he has a good future. He could be the fourth stint of this group two years from now in the practice squad. Without fail. I mean, he's got so much talent, and you know, give him a little time to develop, which he, I don't think he needs as much time as – and I'm not. This is no slam to Thompson, but I don't think he needs nearly the time that Thompson needed. I really don't. I mean, well, he, I don't good. think. Tom, okay, and the thing is, Thompson. It was frustrating though to kind of see him week two. He fumbled that. Well, sorry, week two against the Ravens last season. The Chiefs were doing really, really well. They were blowing out the Ravens what 27, 10 and a half. It yeah. should have been like 34 to three if we're being completely honest. Yeah, due to good. the errors and miscues and special teams mishaps that happened. Yeah. Big whoop. Oh well. But Thompson on this one drive, he fumbled the ball, and then after kind of that, he didn't really get to play so much. So maybe that kind of had it. Maybe. Uh, role why he was mad he didn't get a chance to play but um, I've seen this happen before if you get hurt if you fumble if you do something that makes the coaching stuff uh not happy or you do something that's just kind of out of your control or get hurt your spot's gonna probably be gone I mean hey the Chiefs have always had well yeah and the thing is the Chiefs (laughs) have always had the attitude next man up next man up that's what you're supposed to do and it looks like he didn't want to buy into the next man up i'm the man i want to be here i want to work now and i understand because he's come from a long he's been 
busting his behind, going to JUCO, and then went to Utah State and did really well there. And they got drafted in the sixth round. I just say, I wish he could have stayed, but I wish him the best look at the end of the day. I hope exactly. he does well. I just don't see him getting on the Bucks actor roster no. with Luna Fournette and Roja. I really don't because he really wasn't an effective passing back here in Kansas City. Granted, our offensive line wasn't great, but it'd be interesting to see how he does with the Buccaneers. And that's something I'll be monitoring this season to see yeah. if they will actually sign him just to get information and will he be cut? Because you know this, man, you've been saying this. Andy Reid changes the lingo all the time. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. It'll be interesting. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing. I mean, if they signed him just for information, which I have a feeling that's probably what they did, mm-hmm. you know, just to see if they can get anything out of him and see if he does have any potential to stay on that, you know, to, to make the roster. I, 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 he's it's a slim chance that he makes it. I mean, with that, with what they have there now, it'd be very slim that he makes the roster. And if mm-hmm. he doesn't, you know, he's going to go bouncing around the AFC to see if he gets signed somewhere. And he I mean, didn't have, yeah. No, so, I hear you. You know, I you're going to you. see the Raiders probably try to pick him up or Denver or somebody within the, in, oh, with the, the Raiders most in. definitely. Oh, in a heartbeat. I mean, that's the first thing they would do. I mean, he, Gruden loves to pick up our, our, you know, our, our uh, what do you want to, if you want to call him, you know, our, the guys who didn't make the roster, but exactly. are so talented. Yeah. I mean, Thompson is talented in the day. No doubt. He didn't make this league. Just sit on his behind. He worked exactly. and grind and worked and grind. And he was able to make it. And he got a Super Bowl rings first year. And I know he was the backup that year. Granted, Daryl Williams had an injury. We didn't really have like the best running back, running back group besides Damian Williams. When he went off in Super Bowl, just wishing the best of luck. Yeah. That's yeah. all I can do at the end of the day, exactly. unfortunately. And that's the one thing that, you know, you and I have preached, and I've always preached this, that I will never down a player that's made it to the league. Mm-hmm. I see this on Twitter. I saw it yesterday, the day before. In fact, Philip was in a conversation with somebody that I, you know, I don't have a greatest uh, rapport with because he's constantly acting like he's an ESPN analyst and he slams players all day long. He says, oh, well, this player's not good. That player's not good. I watched his film. Well, you've mm-hmm. never been on a football field. You've never played the game. You don't know anything about it, and you're sitting here slamming a player. Don't slam players that made it to the league. There's a reason why they made it. They may not fit within a system that they're in. They may not fit within five systems. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, look how many times what Tyron Matthew played in what three? Was it three three teams before he came to us? At, well, first he got drafted by the Cardinals in third Cardinals. round. Um, I think they cut him. He ended up doing one year in Houston, one year, $7 million, and the Chiefs picked him up, and it's exactly. been history ever since. So you have to read with the, be with the right team and the right exactly. system. That's one thing. And actually, it was interesting um, because I think – and we can transition to the practice squads real quick yeah. because this will bring an important transition to what I'm talking about. Um, Tyron Matthew – Oh, sorry. The Chiefs will cut Bo Keep Pease and Tim Ward. And unfortunately, they knew if they would have cut either Noah Gray or Jordy Forsen, they would have been picked up and signed by another team. Oh, Beats did not want to do that. So unfortunately, he had to cut Tim Ward and Bo Pete Keys. Everyone knows Tim Ward. I think he's an undrafted free agent. And Bo, Keep, Bo Pete Keys was like our sixth or seventh round pick yeah. two years ago. Yeah. So, unfortunately, no one liked that, and I was a little frustrated, too. And people were compl- – well, there was one analyst, and it was kind of actually funny because he was kind of – he wasn't going off, but he was trying to say that the move that um, – the, the, sorry, that the coaching staff did was terrible, and I'm trying to pull it right now. So, yeah, his name was Ron Klopp Jr. Uh, he, he's a lead analyst, analyst from Arrowhead Pride. He seems like a pretty good guy. Pretty good guy. He tweeted yesterday, I personally would have kept Tim Ward instead of Chris Lamons, but Uncle Dave. 
and oh, like I a saw shrug that. emoji. I love Tyron Matthew. Uh... <laughs> Tyron, yeah, man. Tyron Matthew then uh, went back and said, "You personally don't know anything." Then, yep. and then Tyron later said this. Listen, Tim. Listen, listen. Listen. I love Tim and every uh, and every player. I have every and have ever played with, for that matter. But imagine questioning Hall of Fame coaches and how they see their roster. Unbelievable. Yeah. That shows me right there. When you put the team, when you put when the when you put the team above your own needs, that makes them better at the end of the day. Exactly. And Chris Lamons had a pretty, pretty terrific special teams block. It was last year against the Dolphins when Cole Harmon ran in that touch, uh, ran in a punt return for a touchdown. The Chiefs were beating the brakes off the Dolphins. So I understand people are frustrated with some of the moves. I would have liked to keep Ward Phillip predicted that the Chiefs were gonna keep keep Phillip. Uh, they were going to keep Tim Ward because he predicted Taco Charlton would be cut and that eventually happened. I would like to keep like to keep both Pete Keys, but you're not going to get that in any situation. So we have to outrage the wisp and see what's going to happen. And look what we did, man. We were able to keep two of our really, really good tight ends, yep. Noah Gray and Jordy Fortson. I wouldn't have wanted to lose those guys at all. No. As much as I like those guys, it would have been kind of devastating to lose one of them. You can't. You have to make calculated decisions like that and then pull from other teams' rosters in order to make your practice squad better at the end of the day, too. Well, and that's the point. I mean, and exactly what you said is the point. And what Tyron did, it was extremely justified because you got to look at it. You can write and say the things as you can critique to a degree but mm -hmm. when you're saying what you personally think and you're not a coach never coached mm -hmm. in a professional level you've never played the game to any degree close to a professional level you have absolutely no right to mm -hmm. critique what uh, to to basically say what you would have rather kept because you don't you've never done that i mean these well, guys have won super bowls they're mm -hmm. out there every day they see what these players can do they they understand the game to mm -hmm. a level that none of us would ever understand it mm -hmm. they're out on the field every day with these guys they watch film every single day of the week on every team from 1930 all the way up from mm -hmm. peewee to college to everything so they understand the game more than mm -hmm. any of us ever will i mean yeah. we can write all day long about whatever we want to write about we can say whatever we want to say but regardless we're not there we don't understand and, it the way and, they do. And one thing I would like to add is that guy was giving his opinion. Hey, he can have that, which, and that's great. But what I took away from is what Tyron Matthew said. It was interesting. He said, we have to touch, basically, these call-up and coaches know what they're doing and finding players that fit their scheme. Exactly. So it doesn't matter if this person was, quote-unquote, just drafted a year ago or high-level undrafted free agent that the Chiefs had on their team. If they see someone out of Valdosa College, they're going to bring him in like Jordy Fortson and he exactly. make him as a project player. And he's going to build up and build up and build up and finally make the roster. Yep. So that just shows you trust the process. It's going to take time. I'm at the point in my life and if I see a Chiefs make a player, Chiefs make a move, I don't freak out on Twitter. I'll be honest no. with you. The only no. time I really flipped out was Marcus Peters and I'll be honest with you, I was a young Chiefs fan at the time still learning how everything works. But other than that, I'm like, Chiefs make a move? I like that. I see why. Yep. I'm not really one to doubt the coaching staff. Now, no. if you were a fan of the Chicago Bears, the Philadelphia Eagles, or other teams, I would be doubting your team because oh, well, the yeah. coaches you guys have are not qualified. And it just shows you, you have to have good owner, president, general yeah. manager, and coach. If you don't have those, at least general manager and coach, you're going to struggle. Yeah. You are and, going to struggle. And look what the Texans go through. I mean, 
there you go. <laughs> it, I mean, it's, it's something it's ridiculous. It's the pecking order. I mean, it's just, we mm-hmm. go back to the pecking order. It starts at the top and it works its way down. Shit rolls downhill. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it, we have, and it's crazy because as long as we went 50 years mm-hmm. waiting for this team, you'd think that people wouldn't be so damn greedy. But we have some greedy hey, ass fans. I'm going to be honest with you, though. I enjoy the Super Bowl win, but it happened so fast. <laughs> I didn't really get to enjoy it because it was like in the middle semester. It was crazy because they won the Super Bowl. I went to Dick's Sporting Goods that night. Was in the line for like three hours. <laughs> Got the wrong thing. Had to come back around 1130. Was in the line for another two hours. Got home, went to bed at 1.30. Then I had to drive up back to campus at 6.30 in the morning. And then and then I had a class. And then I came, was able to kind of see the things happening on TV. Then I came home the next night, stayed up most of the night, went to the parade. And it was just like, I'm be awesome. It's not, I remember everything that happened, but it's like, I wish I could enjoy it more. And I think this team can do it. And I, and I can't wait, man. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's a great great feeling to see them win but are you ready to move on to this practice squad yeah, see man, who let's they do that. Yeah. okay so the players that the chiefs went ahead and um cut is um sorry let me pull up right where are you where are you where are you okay uh, okay here is the list i'm sorry about that guys here is a list of the chiefs this is not finalized. I think they can still make some moves that they want. So out of so first number one is DB Zane Arison, two CB DiCaprio Boodle. Did pr- I think he had pretty well preseason. Uh, number three Shane Bouchelle did pretty good. Uh, four Tyler Clark. I remember he was with the third and fourth stringers. He played had a pretty good um, pre um, preseason. Uh, number five a linebacker Omari Cop. He did pretty good. Number six and a tradition. An old tradition, Garrick Dieter. Yeah, <laughs> he's on there again. Number yeah. seven, De Austin Edwards. Number eight, Maurice French. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets promoted or they kind of keep him just to see how he works. Yeah. Number nine, the player I kind of expected to make the um, make the practice squad, Derek Gore, running back. Yeah. Number ten, Demon Harris. I'm surprised he kind of didn't fall through um, waivers, but I'm glad he gets signed back to the Chiefs. Uh, number 11, Devon Key. I think give him another year or two in our system. We're going to be just fine. He's going to be just fine. Number yeah. 12, uh, Corner Powell. And I know some people were kind of frustrated because he is a rookie and they drafted him. And I didn't think you should have taken him off the roster, but, okay, but I'm looking in our group. I think give him more time because his upside is crazy. It is crazy. Yeah, you just got to uh, give him time. That's oh, all easily. Is. Number 13, um, off of the tackle, Prince Tego. When one, sorry, it's man, I'm not tra- yeah, when when I'll go, yeah, uh, he was on a practice while last year. I think there's another, um, Developing another guy we're gonna have on the team, yeah. see what he can do, and then Daryl Williams center. So, what player do you think is um, on that list is gonna probably do really well? I honestly, I mean, it, I think Gore is just gonna be a freaking mm-hmm. beast. I think French is gonna be a beast. I don't see how either one of those guys are gonna not be beast. I mean, both of them will. Mm-hmm. Um, I think both of those guys are just going to be phenomenal. Um, I think as far as Powell is concerned, he's got a tremendous upside. Mm-hmm. He's a developmental player. They have phenomenal wide receivers as it is right now. They had to make a decision and everybody flipped out about Powell being, he really wasn't cut. Everybody's, you know, somebody on Twitter. He was decided, waved. It's different. It's a different. Okay. 
somebody, and I'm not going to say their name because I don't want to be that guy. The ramifications but, that would happen, yeah, just to put it like that, unfortunately. I'll leave it there, but somebody's uh, likes to spew things, and they always oh, being cut. He's being cut. I promise, she's being cut. There's a difference between being cut and being waived. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why they did it. I know the reason. I knew it was going to happen. We talked about this mm-hmm. prior to it happening. There's a difference between cut being cut and being waived when you're waived mm-hmm. because you're they want to keep you there they knew they were going to bring him back it was probably i can 100 in fact I, i'm going to say it now this was agreed upon prior to it happening with the player mm-hmm. and the team that's why he's automatically back as soon as this happened and he's a developmental player i'll leave it at that it's going to take well, a you little got- time mm-hmm. you know go ahead well, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. He has great route running ability. Just yes. give him a time. Maybe he gets promoted during this season. Exactly. You never know. Exactly. But you get to store him there just in case. Exactly. And I can't wait to see what happens to Powell Gore. I hope he gets an opportunity. I hope and pray he can get an opportunity because he would be really, really good in this offense. And then kind of just looking at the rest of the list, I mean, it's kind of to be expected to see the players who made it and the players who didn't. Yeah. Um. One player that I thought was kind of interesting on this list that I don't think people have been paying attention to, honestly, um, what's his name? Would be uh, DiCaprio Boodle, I think, safety, yeah. cornerback yeah. safety hybrid. He is pretty good. I mean, yeah. they're Veach, is, Veach and them are making sure to put players like DiCaprio Boodle, Devon Key, making sure these guys are on a practice clause just in case. And with this team, I know people don't like this. But unfortunately, this is how it's going to be with the Chiefs. If you can't play special teams, then that's going to be a problem. Now, granted, they're talking more of the second through four stringers on this yeah. team in certain instances, and I understand that to an extent. Starters shouldn't have to be playing special teams unless unless necessary. But one thing I would say is this. Special teams are an excellent phase of the game that no one pay attention to. Exactly. I have a friend. He is a Chargers fan. He tells me all the time, he said, I will never forget when the Chargers had the number one offense, the number one defense, but the 31st ranked special yep. teams. Yep. That's how they did not do well that year. They struggled. There was a missed kicks all the times, um, miss uh missed coverages on kickoffs, punt yep. returns. I mean, there were so many different issues. So special teams matters. And I know people want the Chiefs to get big name players sometimes. But if they're sometimes if they're not going to fit that special team scheme, like Le'Veon Bell kind of was the exception in the experiment to see, yeah. there's a good chance they may not take them just due to death. Well, death. So you don't know what's going to happen, honestly. Now, well, granted, Sargo, what'd you say? No, I don't mean to interrupt you, but here's the thing no, with our team. You have, a, 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 how do I word this? You have a, you have a solidified head coach as a special mm-hmm. teams coach. Okay. We have the best special teams coach ever. Dave Tobe. Dave Tobe. Our special teams is, how do I explain this without, we have an offense and a defense within our special teams. Mm-hmm. Every our, our special teams learns everything they need to learn about becoming a great offensive player and a defensive player while on special teams, they learn everything need to they need to learn as they're going through their transition and spe- on the special teams. Mm-hmm. Special, special teams, teams is very important. It is, and if you've got a strong core of a special teams group, 
as they're transitioning and growing through that the motions of being mm-hmm. on special teams, they're learning and transitioning into, you know, their position. Mm-hmm. And that's what we've done. You know, not only are we building a great special teams core, which we've always had with Dave Tobe, but we're building the future of that player's position. And most teams don't really do that. We don't, nobody has a special teams coach like we have. Mm-hmm. Nobody, he trains our players better than anybody else does. And when they mm-hmm. come, when they transition to their position as a, you know, first, second string player or number one, number two, they're ready to go. They're ready to go. I mean, Tyreek Hill, everybody has done it. The mm-hmm. only one, and I, I mean, I'm, I'm not, this is not a slam to anybody, but mm-hmm. You know, it takes a couple, three years. I mean, it took Tyreek a couple years. It's taken everybody a couple years. And to he to... was not playing the more blocking role. He would just punt and kick return. Exactly. And that was just good enough for us because we know that's what we could do. Now, the linebackers are going to be blocking. They're going to be building exactly. coverage. I mean, some safeties. Exactly. So, I mean, in, in, in part, I understand why people get frustrated. But you have to make sure those positions, because if you have discipline special teams, I have a feeling that's just their philosophy. If you have discipline playing special teams, you're going to do really well when it comes to playing in the actual game. Yeah. You're going to be more hungry because you've been working and working, learning those moves. Because sometimes that stuff, you can, if you're playing against someone in special teams a year or two in the past and then comes against them in the present and you see them across from the line exactly. in the actual game, or it's possible going Super Bowl, there's sometimes you can pick up on different things, yep. see what different players do. So, I mean, I think it's very interesting just kind of see, and I understand where people are coming from, but hey, these are things we got to do. Yeah. Those are things that are just going to have to happen. Yeah, it's no different than if you get promoted in a job, too. I mean, you know, you, you start mm-hmm. at the bottom, you work yourself up, and it's really not the bottom in the NFL. I mean, that's a very important. The bottom, you know, it honestly, would be cut <laughs> because exactly. there's so many players that could be on info rosters, and there's only 53 man players, 53 man rosters. Uh, think what 16 practice squad, and yeah. that's just kind of it. So you're yeah. kind of looking at the the uh, chances are slim. So yeah. I mean, just kind of yeah, what happens. I mean, yeah. So anyway, um, I think you know we we're we're in a unique position to have the coaching staff that we have from you know mm-hmm. Andy all all the way down to you know whatever, but. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're a lucky group to have what exactly. we have. So, exactly. Uh, you know, we're, we're, you know, with what we have as far as the nucleus surrounding every player that we have and the players that are lucky enough to be able to sign and or to be able to be signed, I should say, and even to the practice squad, these guys know if they're on our practice squad, they have an opportunity to shine. That's oh, point. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, one one uh one case in point that we've seen every year, Garrett Dita gets promoted. Yeah. Every year he gets every promoted year. around last probably about a little bit after what is it, week eight, it? week nine, something like no, that? No, no, no. That's it's about December, I think he gets promoted. Yeah, he kind of right. helps with that leadership. Yeah. And hey, hey, I, I think he's gonna catch his touchdown soon. I think it's coming. He I mean he wouldn't be on the team if they didn't if because he's Mahomes' friend. I think Kano, I see there's some talent with Dieter. I don't know if he's ever going to make the 53-man roster out the bat, but I think he might be able to show some skill set if he gets a chance, and I'm hoping he's able to. So Yeah, I do too. I, I mean, I really, I, I, I like the guy. I think he's got talent. I think he's got, you know, granted he's, you know, he's, what has it been, this third season now? Or is it his fourth? No, this he's is, up he's, up? yeah, this is about to be his fourth. Yeah, yeah fourth four season. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, hopefully, you know, I mean, he moves up. He doesn't want to leave. That's that's obvious. You know. Yeah, that's I mean? true. Well, his family, everything's here, so yeah. So I, I think, think that'd be works for him. Yeah. So, so. 
Anyway, yeah, you're good. Mm-hmm. moving on. <laughs> uh, you're good, man. 53-man roster. So I'll yep. just kind of run through the off. Well, what we can do is I'll just we'll, – we'll go through position and we'll just talk about. So first one, quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes and Chad Henney. What are your thoughts? Patrick Mahomes and who? Chad Henney, sorry. As far as? The quarterbacks. The, oh, Those I think it's – I'm happy with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, you know, as far as <laughs> – you can't really ask for more. I mean, Henny's done a great job. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, what more do you want for a, a number two quarterback? I'm happy with him. You know, mm-hmm. I've heard people say, um, "Who was it? Uh, who was it before him?" I can't. Now I can't Matt Moore. Him. Yeah, Matt Moore. I've heard people say they'd rather have Matt Moore, but I'm I'm fine with who we've got. Mm-hmm. Um, either one of them would have been fine. Don't get me wrong, but I think Henny's got a little more. Um, he's got a little more. I guess. A little more strength with his arm. I think he has a little more um, continuity with the players. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just happy with him all the way around. I think Mahomes looks phenomenal right now. Mm-hmm. That pass to Tyreek was on point. It was I gorgeous. Mean, nobody else could have led that pass any better than Mahomes. Mm-hmm. You know, he knew exactly where Tyreek could have been, how quickly mm-hmm. he got to the ball. If any, if it would have been another wide receiver, he didn't know exactly where to throw it or uh, the. the 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 speed to put on the ball mm-hmm. it's just i don't know man we we're so lucky to have the the, the quarterbacks we have you're not wrong man we're I'm in a great great so spot i'm hey happy. by the way did you have to happen to see the uh the spaceship with the oakley's that was pretty cool that, that was pretty awesome. cool that was cgi too that was some good cgi work that really was, that was man. pretty that cool was awesome i mean that was great i, I was that was like wow that's really cool Mm-hmm. So I mean, that was yeah, no, that awesome was phenomenal. Stuff. I enjoyed that. It was like kind of cool to see how the editing in the field. Now I enjoyed that. So. Yeah, some guy said, you know, that was really cool and all, but the field looks terrible. <laughs> like guys, it's CGI. Yeah, we'll have on, that in a few years. Don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> the way technology is coming, they'll probably already already do have their own spaceships. We'll see what happens. I guarantee so. it. Yeah. <laughs> That was pretty cool, though. I had to bring that up because I thought. No, it was you're neat. good. No, I yeah. enjoyed it too. Yeah. Uh, the no. three running. Sorry, we just go ahead. No, I think we're oh. just we're in phenomenal shape. I mean, yep. you know, there's so many other quarterbacks out there that who would want them? I mean, we don't need, you know, we don't need a number one as a number two. Mm-hmm. We really don't. We got what we need. Yeah. So I hear you. You know. So anyway, uh, go ahead. Move on. Uh, the, <laughs> the next group is running backs. The three we kept was Clyde Edwards, Alaire. Daryl Williams and Jarek McKinnon. What are your thoughts? Happy. I mean, Happy. McKinnon's awesome. I mm-hmm. mean, and of course, Daryl, you know, I mean, who, who couldn't love Daryl? He's awesome. I mean, and then Clyde, we're just, we haven't even, I mean, of course we saw what he could do, but we saw a glimpse mm-hmm. with a bad offensive line compared That's to what true. we got right now. I mean, our line is sick compared to what we had. I mean, night and day. And then we saw just a glimpse of what he could do in the preseason. I mean, his first run was 10 yards. Yeah, that, that was a big thing to me. I'm like, yep, the offensive line is back. We will yeah, be okay. Exactly. So I think uh, I think we're, you know, it's going to be a great balance now. That's what mm-hmm. I love is the balance that we're going to have. You know, I, I still see Mahomes throwing for some massive yards and some huge touchdowns, but I don't see the pressure being on him so much. You know, mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing. That first year, you know, he could – I guess the greatest part is you can you everybody knows what Mahomes can do because he's done it for three years straight. But now, if we need him to do it, he's there to do it. But we also have the running game 
that's just going to mm-hmm. take all the pressure off of him. And if we have to have him do it, yeah, he's going to be there to do it. But, uh, you know, it's his – He there's so much more to Mahomes' game besides just throwing touchdowns. And it's just going to be such so much more of a transition for him and so much easier for him with mm-hmm. a great offensive line and then being able to run the ball. So, yeah, it's going to be awesome having three great running backs back there. Mm. So. No, you're not wrong. Yep. You are not wrong at all, man. You are not wrong. I'm happy with it. Can't wait to see what McKinnon can do. He's going to be a threat out of the backfield. Uh, Daryl Williams, I expect him to be the bruiser of the group. Caught oh, yeah. as a lair. I can't wait to see what he does in the screen game. So I think we're all good to go there. Yep. Uh, the next group is fullbacks. They took Michael Burton. Um, not really much is known about him, per se. But what I would say this, I trust the move because Andy likes to do stuff with uh, with the fullbacks, and after um, Sherman tried to decide to retire, probably for the good. After yeah. what he t- Twitter rant this summer, we will not get into, and he yeah. wanted to spew some stuff that made him probably not want to. I don't know. He spit some stuff that wasn't really friendly. Um, I think having Michael Burns great on the team helps confuse packages. Not many teams have fullbacks anymore, and it's, I think it's be great to have him oh, as yeah. well on the team. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. got to go old school sometimes with the fullback. Yeah, I mean we've have. seen. All the underhand touchdown throws Mahomes gave would throw to Sherman. I expect yeah. some of that stuff similar to happen Burton. And guess what? He should be a lot faster than Sherman, too. So I'm happy with that. Yeah. The next group is wide receivers. And this is the interesting part. There's only five of them. Tyreek Hill, McCole Harmon, Byron Fiegel, Demarcus Robinson, and Darius Fountain. What are your thoughts, man? You know what? Um, I, I kind of expect one more to come up. Um, mm-hmm. Whether I, I really do, and I think they never carry five. It's always six. It's, it's always, always six. been six. And I have a weird feeling it's going to be. And I've said this, and and I know that they're still looking, but I still have a feeling it's going to be an outside move. Um, but I'm happy with who, who we have right now. I'm I'm still mm-hmm. happy D Rob's on the team. Um, I know that's going to irritate Philip a little bit, but I'm happy he's here. I and think Philip turned his changes tune a little bit. Yeah. I love the fact that Hardman is right now number two, and I hope he stays number two, and I hope he proves everybody wrong. Um, and I think he will. I think he's mm. going to be a powerhouse this year. And I think, he, you know, he loves the fact that everybody is doubting him right now. And I know that for a fact, 110%. I know mm-hmm. he's thinking that um, for him. And I hope he proves everybody wrong. And I think he's going to. Mm-hmm. I'm happy with Fountain. I'm happy with everybody, man. I mean, yeah. Tyreek, Tyreek, who the hell – no, everyone wants Tyreek. Tyreek. Yeah, I mean, there's not a team out there that wouldn't take him. Even the people that sit there and still slam him. I mean, hell, if he was if he was up on the trade block right now, all those idiots would be deleting tweets. Come to us, come to us. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. that'd be the first thing. So, but anyway, um, dude, we got a stacked wide receiver group right now, and we're just going to add to it. So, oh yeah, you're not yeah. wrong. We're good. I agree with you. Um, and one thing we kind of, I think we talked, and we can get this later when we talk about the offensive linemen, but one offensive lineman has been in trade talks. And it'd be interesting to see. I mean, we've seen some teams that really need offensive line line help, and it'd be kind of interesting to see. Uh, and one player I was kind of thinking that the Chiefs could possibly trade for would be Michael Gallup. And I know Philip had him on their, his list. I like Michael Gallup. Somebody by say about a fourth, fifth round pick for him. The only issue is this contract. I think he's making pretty good money. And hey, all kudos to him. He worked his tail off. I just don't know if Veach can get that to fit into the cap because we have to do a couple other different things. Because I think right now the Chiefs are about nine point eight million at a million in cap. Probably add a million to that because it, when it's mm-hmm. when it comes out from the um, oh, I, can't, I never can remember those initials, but 
um, it's always a little light. It's always about a million, a million five light from what they say. Sometimes it's even more, but okay. Yeah. So we're if by all everything all said and done, it's probably if we can get a I think if they can get one player to waive their trade clause and then maybe make a move or two there, we're probably looking at 12, 13 million, possibly. Yeah. Depending on at if the we most. extend somebody too. So yeah, and extending would even free up even more money. Yeah. So I think that's great. Yep. Uh, and I'm happy and I think some I think they'll go after someone. Well, uh, that's next... funny because that offensive lineman that we're talking about, we brought that up like months ago on the show, and now all of a sudden it comes out, you know, that... <laughs> well, actually, I think it's kind of funny. I saw the article from Arrowhead Pride, and I, talk, I, I called you and said, hey, man, you know you were right, right? And you're like, yeah. I'm like, remember we were talking about this? Like, yep. <laughs> so listen to the show, guys, because the player JP was talking about, and I think we even said it on the show, I'm pretty sure, was LDT. Yep. That he was in trade talk and Airhead probably put out an article saying he was in trade talk. So listen to this show. We have JP has authentic sources, regardless of what these people on Twitter say. We do stuff by the book. We try to do everything right. So we appreciate you guys listening to the show and yeah. please continue to listen because we know we're talking about the end of the day. Yeah, we, we don't may put sometime- anything out that's not supposed to be out either. We don't say things that aren't real. If if it's, if I don't put it out, it's because I don't want it to be out, and if somebody tells me not to put it out, mm-hmm. and we don't say things that aren't true. I mean, if it's a mistake, it's a mistake. But exactly. I'll own up to it and I'll say, hey, it was a mistake. But I'm not going to say something that's not real. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just not. I'm not going to yeah. elaborate or uh, exaggerate it just to make myself look mm-hmm. good. I'm going to say the truth, and if I don't say it, it's because I don't want to say it or I'm told not to. Yep. You know, so I'm not going to get your myself piece and tossed move on. Off. Exactly. I'm not going to get tossed on Twitter to be told by my sources or the chiefs say, hey, shut the freak up because you're saying something stupid. Well, and I'm the thing is, you've been right about so many things. It's kind of funny, though. And uh, no, we're just taking a little break. Yeah. You predicted the Earl Thomas um, information and people thought I remember. Actually, I don't even think I knew at the time. And I saw your tweet. I was kind of like, what is he talking about? But as you said later, as well, as it came out to be, the Chiefs were in talks with Earl Thomas and we're going to sign him. So that's all I'm going to say. Well, you know, it's funny because it's so funny because somebody asked me about it and I said, dude, I know what plane he's on. Yeah, I remember I saw the tweet. I was like, how do you know the plane? I was like, okay, well, and And then it came out later. I'm like, well, it would make sense if he came in and possibly talk because he wasn't practicing. Earl Thomas was not practicing at all. They said he would just show up to the game. So, yeah. Well, and the funny part was is somebody said, because I told him what plane he was on. And then somebody came across on Twitter and they said, we just saw Earl Thomas get off on that plane at 2.15. Mm-hmm. And that was the time I told him he was coming in. Mm-hmm. And they said, holy shit, you were right. And I said, well, dude, I ain't got no reason to lie to you. I mean, I know where he's coming from and I know when he was coming. Mm-hmm. I, my dude told me when he was coming in, you know, I mean, I'm not going to yeah. lie about it. There's no reason to. I don't have any reason to lie to people about this shit. If I don't know, I don't know. I mean, I only yeah. get so many things that somebody's going to tell me. And if I don't know, I have no reason to tell, mm-hmm. tell you or not, you know. Yeah. Anyway, but let's move on. It's no big deal. You're good, man. Um, That's all right. You're yeah. you're good. Uh, the next group is the uh, tight ends: Travis Kelsey, Blake Bell, Jordy Forston, Noah Gray. No surprises there. I was glad Fortson was able to make the roster. Ooh. I think having four tight ends set with Kelsey, Bell, Fortson, and Gray is going to be very beneficial for this team. We're going to make some teams look very silly this year running Ooh. that offense. Oh, man, it's going to be so awesome. I got to tell you this: I am so happy for Fortson. It's it's crazy. I know you are too. We've been mm-hmm. jocking that dude for two years, praying that he made it. And I, I got to tell you, as far as Blake Bell is concerned, I, I got to tell you, I think he made it. I don't know if they were going to run a forward tight end set, 
But they I did think, in the last preseason game, and they got a touchdown. Yeah, I think that's why he made it. I'll be honest with you. I think he made it by the skin of his teeth. I figured. I think they were probably thinking about it. And then when he pulled that off, I probably and the fact that he can block very well, mm-hmm. and he knows the system, they probably thought maybe this yeah. will work out with this four tight end set. You know, maybe we'll pull some stuff off like this. And mm-hmm. you know, it worked out well. I mean, I, I couldn't be more happy. I mean, this is just going to change the offense so much. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be a phenomenal setup i mean oh god it, it, our offense is gonna look so different uh easily it, it's gonna be crazy um i don't know I, i'm elated with it how about you oh, i'm happy too man i think a four times set's gonna be terrific to see and just seeing how everything works out i can't wait to see how they're going to uh, how, how the different sets are going to come about and try to see who's going to be the predecessor after Kelsey. I said it for the last couple of years, you guys, someone needs to draft a tight end to help complement Kelsey or be in there in case he get injured or something were to happen and you never know, he may move to another team, which I doubt will happen, but you need someone there just in case. And I think we got some guys in the running that's going to be able to help and at yeah. least help make that tight end two spot a little bit more stronger. I think so too. And I, I got to be honest, I don't see Kelsey ever going anywhere. I think he'll retire here. I agree. He was 100% he'll retire here. But here's the thing. If you take the four guys that we have right now, our three guys left after mm-hmm. Kelsey, who do you think out of the three guys that are left that could take his spot and be, there'll never be another Kelsey, but somebody that is as close to Kelsey without being Kelsey, who could, who could take his spot? I yeah, out of those I four know. tight ends, right? Out of the out three of the tight three ends. Left, yeah. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. Um I would say Noah Gray, he's more of the traditional tight end. Jody Forson is more of the athletic tight end. That's what I um think. and Kelsey has been helping Jordy Forson. I think when you kind of look in the future, I'm gonna see you think Jordy Forson and Noah Gray are gonna be probably doing beating our tight end group. Yeah. Um yeah. in the in the event Kelsey were to retire. Just kind of looking how everything works, I think those guys are going to be very uh, beneficial to this team. Yeah, I think Fortson's got more athletic ability than any tight end on our team other than Kelsey. I think he's got the ability to be a very good tight end um, Mm -hmm. because he has so much skill in the wide receiver area and the fact that he's so damn big Mm -hmm. um, and he's fast and he loves to block when he has to, I think he could transition and become an extremely skilled tight end. And I think with Kelsey's help, you might see him be the next, the next uh, number one tight end with Kansas. I agree. I agree. I think, and don't get me wrong. I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with no gray at all. I just think it's going to take him. His size limits him a little bit compared to fortune. Mm-hmm. I just, I mean, you know, size-wise, I think Fortson's a little closer to Kelsey, in my opinion. And he's got great hands. I mean, his mm-hmm. speed, his hands, everything, just his ability, everything's there. I don't know. I, I just really you. like Fortson. I do. I think he's an awesome player. And he's yeah. so fucking hungry, man. The mm-hmm. dude is just hungry, dude. He's just everything about him. And he's got such a great attitude. I love his attitude, man. Mm-hmm. You know, you listen to the guy talk and say, hey, man, I put my dues in. I'll do whatever you want me to do. I'll clean the floors. I'll do this. I'll do that. Just keep me on the field. Yep, you know, that's, that's the type of guys you need. And it is. That's what helped him because he was on that team. Well, got cut twice. Kept battling. Kept battling. Yep. Us, the fans, were like saying, "You, you can do it. We think you can do it." And he was yep. able to do it. And look, it's gonna. I'm just hoping the season goes well for him and he gets to 
have legitimate snaps and not doesn't play normally special teams because he proven he should be able to be out there and I hope oh, that happens without doubt man I mean he's just done everything right everything mm-hmm. right you know but anyway moving on <laughs> so just the last offensive line uh, offensive group is gonna be the linemen probably not nothing we already didn't think was gonna happen Orlando Brown Joe Thune Creed Humphrey Trey Smith Lucas Nyang Austin Blythe Andrew Wiley Mike Rimmers Nick Algaretti and LDT that right there is the Secret Service. Yep. And I think they're going to do well this year and win some awards. I think so, too. I think I have nothing uh, really else to say about that. They're the Secret Service. They are the Secret Service. They are the... Uh, and Mahomes is the president. That's right. They are guarding the president, and they are doing a great job. Um, mm-hmm. They actually gelled faster than any group that I have ever seen. I mm-hmm. mean, they are, to me as good or will be as good and they may already be as good damn close to the Willie Rowe group I mean they have the potential I'm seeing really at least do. a couple Hall of Famers possibly or I mean, oh, yeah. at least guys in the ring of honor oh Excuse without me. a fail I mean they're strong that's a strong group and I know I'm probably maybe jumping ahead a little bit I mean I, I don't know if there'll ever be another Will Shields and Willie Rowe I mean but I, I know both of those guys I've known Willie for years. I've known Will for years. And I got to tell you, I don't know if I've ever seen anybody as mentally strong as Willie Rofe. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever has been as strong as that guy mentally and physically. Um, but I got to tell you, this group here, I don't know if I've seen a group as strong as the O3 group, but this group is going to get that strong. They're going to rival them. They really are. They're going to rival that group. Mm-hmm. And I'll put it out there right now. They're going to rival them. I think this year, Mahomes <laughs> is going to – Man, he's going to relish this group of offensive linemen. He's going to be buying them dinners a lot. I'll put it that way. And some watches and maybe some cars. Damn skippy. I mean, you might see those guys cruising around in some cars that they can fit in. They ain't going to fit in Ferraris, <laughs> but they're going to fit in some other shit. Mm-hmm, that's so, true. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be a, it's gonna be nice to see Mahomes upright for 99% of the season. Who mm-hmm. was it that didn't allow um, a sack for three straight years? Uh, It was um... – Was that Orlando Brown? No, it was Mitchell Schwartz. No, no, no. One of our guys now hasn't allowed us. He only allowed one sack. It's probably then Orlando Brown. I think That's it was Orlando Brown. He hadn't of. allowed a sack in like, I don't know, some crazy amount of snaps. I don't remember. Yeah. One of them had a lot of sack in forever. I don't remember how it was, but um, there's so many of them that are good, but he hadn't allowed a sack forever. But mm. um, regardless, I mean, looking at what they did in the preseason, I'm just – so excited, man. I mean, it's just going to be insane. We'll be only got like what, uh, nine days? About a week. About a week, like, 10 days? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's going to be Yeah, about 10. To uh, yeah, we got to, yeah, next week is basically it's on, so. Yeah, man, it's going to be so much fun. Mm-hmm. So, defense, right? We got defense? Yep. Now? Sorry, when DTs, defensive tackles, they took four this year. Derek Naughty, Jaron Reed, Deshaun Wharton, and Colin Sanders. What are your thoughts? Love them all. Love them all. I really do. I mean, Everybody has stepped up. Everybody has stepped up. Yep. I didn't see one, really no problems with any of them. Did you? No, I'm be honest, which the addition of Jaron Reed is going to make our Huge. defense a lot better. Um, that allows Chris Jones to be on the end. Yeah. Um, he makes him more versatile. Having Torshawn Wharton in there is going to be great. Colin Sanders is playing a lot better. Can't yeah. wait to see what he can do. So, yeah, I'm happy with this. I think we're going to get a lot of interior pressure that's going to help help our defense in the end. That's something we were lacking last year, getting pressure on the quarterback. I think that's something we're going to get. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's And we were lacking that huge – that was a huge deficit for us last year was pressure mm-hmm. on the quarterback. And I think yep. you're going to see – I mean, you saw Jones. I mean, 
Rocky was just a beast. He's on mm-hmm. fire, man. I mean, I think this year he's got a newfound love for the game. Mm-hmm. And I think you're going to see just a totally different Chris Jones. And uh-huh. he's just, he's raring to go, man. I mean, he's probably hitting the wall at home right now. He's probably running into brick walls, just waiting. Probably just waiting for Monday so he can practice. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, he's a, you could see it in his eyes. He's just ready to go. He's so fired up and excited about everything. Mm-hmm. I think they all are. But, yeah, it's just a – with his transition, it, and then, like you said, with Jaron, it's just going to be such a huge help. He's a huge help. Reed's just a mm-hmm. huge help, man. Oh, he, he is. is. Oh, man. So, yeah, it's going to be fun to watch that group. It's going to be so much fun. I'd love to see quarterback size when they see those guys coming at them. Mm-hmm. Get blast, you know. <laughs> it's going to be great. Yep. Um, the defensive ends that are promoted this year, five of them. Chris Jones, Frank Clark, Mike Dana, Alex Okafor, Joshua Kando. I like that group. Chris Jones is going to be able to help Frank Clark along the uh, on the on the other edge. Mike Dana, he had a pretty good last year. He rotation guy Alex Okafor he's another rotation guy I'm kind of curious to see Josh Kando um I kind of expect him to be like maybe the Aung Sun heroes on this defense that kind of gets in there does the nitty-gritty and kind of helps smooth the quarterback inside and allows our inside rushers such as Wharton and Jaron Reed and Derek Nottie to get sacks yep yep I agree with you it's gonna be um you know when you can we can squeeze that you know and mm-hmm. squeeze him into the pocket and squeeze him into the middle it's gonna mm-hmm. be a huge upside for that defensive line and that's what's going to be it's going to change the whole way this game the game is you know the game structured to be honest with you and that's mm-hmm. what we needed we've needed that for a while now chris jones is you know chris jones and frank clark have needed help for a while mm-hmm. and they've known that's it true. i mean and now they've got it you know it's going to be frank clark mainly needed the help i mean he really needed the help he can't do it all on his own him and no. frank clark can't do it all i mean i try to tell people and we don't need to repeat it, but JP, no. go ahead and explain why this oh, defense God. doesn't fit one player. Just go and explain no. it in 30 I mean, seconds or less. Look, okay. <laughs> we explain to every show for this again. reason because we get okay. seated all the time. How many times do we have to say it? But I'll say it again. This mm. defensive, this scheme is not set up for 15 sacks for two guys. It's set up for five to seven sacks for three or four guys. Mm-hmm. Well, he was by himself on that corner constantly for two straight years. He needed help, period, mm-hmm. end of story. He didn't have any freaking help. Now he's got the help. Now he can do what he was set out to do. That's why he's a $105 million man. He's mm-hmm. definitely worked it, but he can't do it on his own. The guy, mm-hmm. you know, it's like one man pushing, you know, one 200-pound guy pushing 600 pounds. It doesn't happen, okay? You got to give him the respect that he deserves because he did a damn good job for a guy that was by himself out on an island. And that's mm-hmm. where he was at. He was on it. He was on. He was all on it. He was Marlon Brando out on an island. That's what he yep. was. And now he's going to have some help. And the scheme has changed. And look, Spags knew this. And we still had a damn good defense for a guy mm-hmm. that was all alone. I mean, yeah. Can you imagine what our defense is going to be ranked now? And a lot better. Top oh, 10. Shit. I think it'll be top 10. Easy. Easy top 10. I mean, dude, we're going to be. Honestly, I think we're probably going to be top five. I think we're going to end up top at five the height. at the end of the season. I, I, I believe it. I truly believe we're going to be top five. With all the additions we've made, we're going to be top five. So, anyway, moving I agree on. with you, man. I agree with you. Uh, moving on to the linebacker core. Willie Gay, 
Anthony Hitchens, Nick Bolton, Ben Neiman, Darius Harris, and Doriel Daniel. And real quick, we're going to get to the situation later, but I forgot to say something earlier. Since Willie Gay does not have turf toe, he is has a toe injury. He is on the IR. They promoted Marcus Kemp as a wide receiver. So adding in the JP and I, we didn't cover this, but Marcus Kip is a wide receiver on the 53-man roster. I expect him to do well. I know JP expects him to do well. Right now, we're focusing on the linebacker. Sorry we didn't get to that. Correct. But, JP, with the injury to Willie Gay, how do you think they're going to do? I think they're going to do fine. I mean, you still got a great, great Nick Bolton, okay? I think that, you know, we discussed this earlier with somebody on Twitter, and I think they may. Now, I know Veach, and I know Andy, mm-hmm. and they may see what happens with Bolton and some guys that we still have, but they may go out and try to sign a, a linebacker. I don't know mm-hmm. if they will. I, they may. They may do it for depth just in case because Willie Gay has had some injury issues, but mm-hmm. they, they're not going to go out and sign some freaking $9 million guy. They're not going to mm-hmm. do that. But they may sign somebody for some depth just in case. Yeah, you but, never know what's going to happen. No. I don't know where the hell Turf Toe came from. One and guy for candidate. Well, and, that alone for now. And we'll, we'll, we'll cover that in the show because I know Correct. we got to put a little section for that because that whole... Cause I don't want to get well, into you, it right now. Yeah, well, you're right good, man. You're good. Yeah, yeah the linebacker core, they're going to be great. Wouldn't be surprised if they pick up somebody I and mean, they got a couple guys on the practice squad they could promote, so I'm happy there. Yeah. Moving on to the cornerback, six of them. Love them. Rashad... Sorry, what'd you say? I said oh, I love good. them. Sorry, threw it out there. <laughs> oh, you're good, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rashad Fenton, Jerry Sneed, Legarius Sneed, Love him. Charverius Ward, Love him. Uh, DeAndre Baker, Love him. and Mike Hughes. Love them all. Yep. Love them all. I, uh, and, sorry, and Chris Lamons. Um, One thing to note, uh, the Chiefs brought in Mike Hughes. They traded a seventh-round pick, former um, first-round cornerback. DeAndre Baker's horse, former first-round cornerback. Jerry Sneed, if they re- could redraft, the whole draft will be a first-round player. You got yep. three first-round um um, you have three first round, uh, sorry, three first round quarterbacks, in my opinion, on this group. And Rashad Fenton can play in this uh, slot. Javarius Ward can play as well. And Chris Lehman's on the special teams. I expect them to have another support, superb year. I think they're going to be really, really good. Oh, my God, dude. You know what? We were the one thing, like, you know, when we had Kendall Fuller, mm. they had him all, you know, playing the slot, playing press, playing out corner. We well, had he was him playing all everything they until Spax came in. He was exactly. playing everything. Like, he's more of a slot. And when he played a slot, we were a lot better. Damn, Skippy. What we have right now, we have guys that can play every position as a corner. Mm -hmm. That's what I like. Now, Mike Hughes, how about that dude? How about Pretty good. I, and the thing is, I watched UCF football when they were starting to do pretty good on the rise. And I saw he was a first-round pick. I'm like, hey, he's pretty good. And he just had injuries. And one thing concerning is I think he had a neck injury when yeah. he was with the Vikings. But he seems to doing <coughs> seems to be playing pretty well. So it'd be kind of interesting to see how he's how it's gonna work out. But I expect him to be pretty good. He uh, seems like he's been doing some kick return duties. He's pretty fast. So I mean, I think well, he was a kick returner before pretty- in college, right? I'm not for sure if he was. I would not be surprised. I think I he would not. Did. He probably was. Yeah. But he's he's pretty fast. The Chiefs know what they're doing, so I'm happy with it. Well, damn! I think that one he returned with the Kansas City was like 34 yards or something, wasn't it? It was a long. He returned return. something pretty pretty nice. Yeah, it was. A I, long I think he, I don't know if he got a touchdown. Something got called back, 
but he's been treated pretty good. So yeah, he, I was I was pleased. He did a hell of a job. I I, I got to tell you, don't get me wrong. I absolutely love Breezy. I still do. I wish he was still on our team. I love mm-hmm. his aggressiveness. I love everything about the guy. Um, but what we have right now, I couldn't be more happy with. We have, we have, we've been running with four corners for forever. I mean, we finally got a group of guys that are young, hungry. Six. We six. never had six we in a long had time. We haven't had those in a long time. I don't remember the last time we had six. Mm-hmm. But we haven't had a group this good in years. Years. That were good in every aspect mm-hmm. of being playing that position. Yeah, yep. we've had ball hawks that couldn't tackle. Ball hawks that were jackasses. Guys that were different and you know that couldn't play every position as a corner mm-hmm. but we have guys that were you know we got Traverius Ward love him I always have I've jocked that dude yep. since day one you know that yeah he's fantastic in that position okay fantastic if if you got a great safety out there Traverius is on top of it okay even if he doesn't have any help he's still damn good yeah Breaker <laughs> Then you Former got first round pick. Former's first round pick that is phenomenal. Two of, the, well, two of them on this team. Yeah. So hey, I mean it's pretty nice. And then Baker. I mean, I mean, uh, yeah, you got Sneed. Holy crap, Sneed just proved himself. What that first season, dude, mm-hmm. just proved himself. What do you have? Three picks and what? Three games? Two picks and three games? He has something like yeah, two yeah. picks and three games. He got hurt, came back, got like two or three sacks. Yeah. Then another couple interceptions. So he had a pretty good first season. Yeah. I, I just, I can't believe, you know, what I love about what Beach does and Andy for that matter mm-hmm. is that we have such a great group of guys that are all young. Everybody we have on our team for the most part, other than a few guys are all <laughs> really rookies for the most part. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I mean, all of them are on rookie contracts. They're all within that realm of we're not like buried to a degree that most people are buried with, you mm-hmm. know, paying these hundred million dollar contracts and $200 million and this and that and the other for everybody on their team. That's you know, they're all paying this huge money for older guys and we're not, you know, mm-hmm. we've got stars that are 23 and 24 years old. Got 25 years Good old. Death. Yeah. So I don't know, man, we're in great, great position a great position with our our corners i, I agree oh, i agree God. man no we don't have to have you know these big names out there to do what we need to do we just don't because they're all going to be big names at one point after oh, this year sure. everybody's going to know who we are everybody's going to know every player in our team's name everybody's going to know it so anyway moving on Last, well, second last group is the safeties. Tyron Matthew, Love Dirty Dan, Daniel yeah. Sorensen, Juan Thornhill, Amani Watts. Nothing surprised me here with this group. Uh, none of the guys are on the practice squad, I think, did enough to get into this group. I say give maybe another year or two. I really don't have nothing to say. This group is one of the groups that I believe that nothing was going to change. And no. pretty much nothing changed. No. I mean, we really don't have much to say. No, Armani Watts is a little bit. You know, everybody kind of, Philip kind of thought maybe Armani Watts would get cut. I actually kind of thought maybe a little bit because, you know, he did have a little issue at the beginning of the season. It didn't mm-hmm. seem like he was doing a whole lot in the offseason. But, mm-hmm. again, you know what? He played well in the preseason. 
and he knows the system. Mm. He passed his physical. Everything's yep. good. He, you know, he's a nice guy, and he plays well. He plays hard, and he mm-hmm. knows the system. So why not? You know, I, yep. I'm not gonna. Again, I'm I'm no coach, and they are. So yep. I, hey, it is what it is, man. I'm happy with him. I'm happy with everybody that they brought into this organization, and. I'm, I'm, look, Tyra. Oh, let me get this out of the way real quick because I am so fucking tired of hearing this. Excuse my language. Jesus, Lord, help me with this. Take your time. Tyron Matthew is not going to go anywhere. He's going to get his contract. It's, <laughs> it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Beach is methodical. Everyone knows this. I'm going to say this again. Tyron loves to jack with people on Twitter. That's what he likes to do. He even tweeted yesterday, so you guys need to stop reading to my tweets. Like it's he like does. <laughs> I have said that, and he liked what I said. I said mm-hmm. he. I put it on Twitter. I said he loves to mess with you guys. Why do you mm-hmm. fucking read into this shit? And he liked it. It's mm-hmm. because he knows, man. He <laughs> yep. knows you idiots knows. love to read this shit and go, "Oh my god, are you staying? I'm gonna go cry in my closet." What the <laughs> freak, man? <laughs> Go sit in your car and emo out if you're worried about it so much. This is his contract. He's not going anywhere. The mm. man is not going anywhere. Do you think for one second, Beach and Andy are stupid enough to let the best fucking safety in the league go? No. No. Let the man alone. He knows what he's doing. He loves to jack with you fools. He enjoys it. Chris Jones has done it for four fucking years. He did it. He did it so much that an outlet went and said he was getting signed in 48 hours when it wasn't going to happen, but his contract was said and done. He knew when he was getting signed. I knew when he was getting signed. I put it out on Twitter when he was getting signed. He freaking knew it. You he said knew it, when yeah. I put mm-hmm. Dude, he knew when I put it out when he was getting signed. But yet everybody made a big ass ordeal out of it. Oh my God, he's never getting signed. We're going to lose Chris Jones. <laughs> yeah, now we're going to lose Tyron Matthews. When has Beach failed us? Never. Yeah, I'm be honest with you. He hasn't. He hasn't dropped the ball yet. And Holy I don't think he's shit, going man! To, so. I mean, Beach is regarded as the best GM in football right now. Right now, there there's not one person that thinks Beach is the not the best GM in football. No one mm-hmm. thinks that. Nobody but the dumbass Chiefs fans that bitch and complain about Brett Beach, about mm-hmm. how this team is failing everybody because Tyron's not signed yet. Let it freaking go, people. He's going to mm-hmm. get signed. I mean, he's. For all intents and purposes, he's already signed. I'll just leave it at that. He knows. Veach knows. Give it time. It's going to work out. Give it out. time. It's going to work out. Just they let got it a full season. Go. Holy shit. I had to get that off my chest. I can't even breathe now. Anyway, I'll let that go. I've, I mean, good, I've not felt good for a week, and then I had to get that off my chest. Now my lung collapsed. Hmm. But anyway, we'll go, we'll, we'll go along with that. Um, <laughs> You're good. Yeah, yeah. I have to go to the hospital later and get my freaking lung blown back up. Anyway, Tyron's good. Yeah, let's just move. It'll all work there. out. It'll all be just fine. Mm-hmm. Everybody that's on our team doesn't want to leave our team. He doesn't want to leave our team. He puts out that disrespected shit every time somebody gets signed, just to jack with you people. He doesn't want to go anywhere. He would take a pay cut to stay here. I hope he loves so. us. Mm-hmm. He loves us. He doesn't want to go anywhere. He wants to retire at Kansas City Chief. Mm-hmm. Everybody on our team wants to retire at Kansas City Chief. The only people that don't want to stay here are the people that don't that don't have the ability to stay here. Those are the people that don't want to be here. They mm-hmm. can't figure out the playbook. They don't get the opportunity to play because they're not as good as the guy that's in front of them. Those are the guys you that don't want to work stay here. to play an Andy Reid team. You got to put in the work. And so. go ask anybody that's ever played for him. 
the guys that didn't make it are the guys that know they couldn't make it. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. Okay. I mean, it's mm-hmm. that simple. So Tyron knows his worth. He knows his value and he knows his abilities. He'll get paid. He's going to get, get paid, paid the right amount. Just give it time. I mean, There's no stress. And every time a safety gets uh, a contract, oh, well, when's Tyron getting his? In due time. Oh my God, man. In due time. I mean, so. these teams that jump and do that dumb shit, they're the ones that don't have a quarterback. They're the ones that don't have a wide receiver. They're the ones that can't. They got a great safety and nobody else. We have everything going for us. Everything. Mm-hmm. And still got $10, $12 million in the bank. And mm-hmm. we're getting ready to add to it. Just give it time, man. Yep. Give it time. Give it time. Anyway. Um, the la- You're good, man. Go the last group we have is just... Bucker, Townsend, James Winchester. I don't think we need to speak much on that. I expect him to do well this year. Nothing oh, yeah. really new. Buck I was a little surprised on Winchester, but go ahead. Anyway. I mean, I I wasn't because I don't think – I think they're kind of keeping with familiarity. He hasn't done nothing for us not to have, have him on true. the roster. That's true. So I think running, rolling, running it back with those three guys, is it's perfect. I'm happy with it. So Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, so the last topic of the day, you wanted specific, specifically wanted to talk about Willie Gay's injury. So let's go to let's let it rip, Tiger. Okay. Respectfully. Right, so, um, who was that guy? What was his name? The guy that put out the well. Um, let's not that do that part. All right. So anyway, um, somebody posted that he had turf toe. So I don't. I never even seen the post to be honest with you. I never seen. Mm-hmm. So anyway, some I had four people DM me, and they said, "Does Willie Gay have turf toe?" Well, I never seen it, and I didn't hear about it because usually I get a text or a DM at three in the morning mm-hmm. saying, "Hey, Willie Gay's got turf toe, or somebody got injured, or whatever the case may be." Mm-hmm. So I said, "Not that I know of." I didn't even hear he got injured, and then I made three calls, two calls to the people that I usually talk to, and they said, "No." One of them said he does have an injury, but it's not turf toe. And I said, what is it? And they said he's got a minor injury to his toe, and he might be out. Maybe to week one, maybe take a couple games after. We don't know yet. Okay. Mm -hmm. I said, but it's definitely not turf toe. No. Then Andy does his presser. He's got a slight toe injury. Is he Mm going to be available? I'm looking at a tweet from a reporter. reporter. They originally put out turf toe, but then they incorrected and said toe injury. And who was that? Um, it was Aaron Ladd. I think. So he yeah, Aaron Ladd. And he's a check mark though, right? Yeah, he does pretty good reporting. Yeah, he yeah, didn't delete his good. tweet, but he, he, underneath he just put toe injury as a direct quote. Okay, good. That's what he tweeted out. Well, at least somebody that's got some clout said that. So anyway, um, so I checked with a verified reporter that mm-hmm. I speak with all the time. I'm not going to bring up his name. And we've had him on the show actually a couple times. We have. Mm-hmm. And... I have his text. I spoke with him on the phone. He called me and spoke. I spoke with him for an hour. And he said they specifically told him that it was not turf toe, that it was a toe injury. Mm-hmm. And um, it was progressing and they thought it would be week one. But then they put him on IR. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, that's, I guess, a mandatory three weeks. Mm-hmm. So... Again, they reiterated that it is not turf toe. Now, and that's what you were told, correct? Correct. That it was um, not turf Now, two different people, okay. Now, that's the third person that told Oh, third that person, toe. okay. That's the third person. Now, I 
played baseball. I played with guys that had turf toe. I thought I had it once. Mm-hmm. Um, turf toe is, if you actually have turf toe, there is not a bunch of different levels to it. You either have it or you don't. Turf toe, yeah, you can play through it to some degree, depending mm-hmm. on your position. Well, and well, I like to bring up Julio Jones had turf toe, and he was kind of he would play, but he wasn't playing as much. He was kind of struggling. Oh, and this yeah. was his last couple years in Atlanta, I think. Not the last year, but I think the year before. I remember them seeing reports saying he had turf toe, and I'm like, "Ooh, that's not good. That's not good at all." It is not, and it's mm-hmm. extremely painful. They pump you full of dope. I mean, they 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 numb your foot. You 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 injure it way worse than you. It's not worth it. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy that I played with that had it, mm-hmm. he could barely walk, and mm-hmm. all you do is make it worse if you run on it or if you put a lot of pressure on it. Mm-hmm. Normally, it does require surgery, kind of like what Patrick had. It requires mm-hmm. surgery. Um, your best bet is to completely stay off of it for a rush. long period of time. Mm-hmm. It's not two or three weeks. It's usually a few months if you want to completely be healed. Um, from what I'm told by three people, it is not Turto. Mm-hmm. It is... Toe a toe injury. Correct. And they didn't specify what type of toe injury they specific? No okay. one has specified any of that. Now, it could be a stretch ligament. It could be a... Uh, now, let me go backwards. If you have turf toe, usually it's a torn ligament or mm-hmm. something ripped. You could have a torn muscle. You could have a stretch nerve. When I thought I had it, I was having shooting pains through a toe, big toe. Mm-hmm. And it was so painful that when I walked on it, it shoot like needles, horrible needles. Ooh. And I went in to the training room and I said, this needle pain is amazing. And they said, well, take the cleat off. And I did. And the trainer pulled my toe like straight out and it popped and the Ooh. pain was gone. Mm. Like a mother when he did it, but the pain was gone within five seconds gone and all it was was my toe was basically jammed and when he popped it back out of place it pulled it off my nerve and it was done Mm -hmm. now he could have jammed it and it could be just like a because you do have muscles down there and it could have pulled it it could have done a lot of different things but i don't know a hundred percent they may be so tight-lipped that they're not saying anything but from what i understand and from what everybody else has said including this individual that is everybody i've talked to is comp- like 100 percent up close and personal with the team they're all saying that it is not turf toe unless mm-hmm. they are absolutely so tight-lipped on it that they're not telling anybody but it's mm-hmm. very strange to me that one person that said it from what i'm dm'd has absolutely no ties to the team the other person that is verified checkmark recanted it and then the three people that are tied to the team well then they re- well how does it he how do I say this? And I have the tweet pulled up. They said he had turf toe, but then he and then he went back and said Andy Reid said toe injury. Correct. So, well, I don't I, know. And, and that may be the fact that it is a toe injury and it's not turf toe. But mm-hmm. the three people I've spoken to said it is not turf toe. Mm. So, and I can tell you here, I'll read the text. So, um, let me get back to it really quick.
nothing serious from what I gather. Toe injury, nothing about turf toe was ever said. Um, so it's not turf toe is what I asked. Toe injury, nothing about turf toe was ever said. So it's mm-hmm. just a toe injury. Nothing serious from what I gather. Mm-hmm. Um, Unless we're just being tight lifted. But I just, I mean, so, I don't know. Well, he said, I just, when I asked him, I said, so what, what, what else? And he said, should progress. I said, so is he ready for week one? And he said, should progress to that point. And he, I said, uh, and then he sent me today, uh, uh, gay is on IR. And mm-hmm. I sent back, what the fuck? That's <laughs> exactly mm-hmm. what I sent back. Mm-hmm. And um, I said, so is it just an injury or what? And he said, um, he's out for three weeks. Not. Um, yeah, IR, you have to be on there for a minimum of three weeks. Got to be on there for three weeks. So then I called my buddy back and I said, what is the deal with this? And he said, still hearing the same thing. It's not t- turf toe. So honestly, I mean, at this point, I think a lot, and I, I will tell you this, um, and I, I can say this because I was told this, the Chiefs were not happy that it is all over, that it is turf toe. Okay. They did not want that out there, um, and I was told that today. Hmm, okay, well. It's so, out there. So regardless there, to who, so. regardless to who reported it, it is what it right. is. And uh, they were not we happy got, with, that that was there. So regardless, it doesn't matter. But we got to um, roll the punches. It is what it is. But I think it was good that we talk about it because I, I was, I saw the post and I was like, well, maybe it's possible. I talked to you actually that night and you were like, no, I didn't hear anything. And then the next day they say I toe injury and we were trying to figure it out. And then after you talking to the people that you know, and then a, per, a person we've had on our show a couple times who reports, we reports, um, they just kind of, I, mean, I was just kind of curious. I just wanted to see what was the other things out there. Cause usually you'll tell me. And I was kind of like, how does someone be JP to the punch? But you know, it, it is what it is. And um, from a fan. Well, yeah. And we're all, and honestly, we're all fans at the end of the yeah. day. And I mean, it is what it is. And um, you, I mean, you report different things. And I know people yeah. try to come against you and, it is you've been it is. right, and you've been right about a couple things. But I think this was kind of important to hear your expertise because I know a lot of people. Some people like to say you don't know what you're talking about, which in case they don't know what they're talking about because you've been right about a couple things. And that thing is like we're not going to tweet maybe something that we hear, but we'll say it on the show sometimes. Exactly. So I mean, and like you said, man, there's no point to leak certain things on Twitter because, like you said, other team if traction gains all the time so yeah. i'm just gonna say this regardless of if the information is true or not he has a toe injury he's on on ir i hope <clears throat> willie gay will be all right and i hope he's able to come back strong and power through and i think it's gonna work out um i know he's had some setbacks or con- injuries and stuff but i hope he is able to come back from this i'm hope fulton is t- be able to take the lead and I think we'll be okay at the end of the day. I think so too. I mean, like I said, you know, it's not my place to, that's why I didn't say anything on Twitter and I don't really want to get into it because again, it's not my place and Mm -hmm. I don't want to get into something that is not true or if it is, it's the chief's place to say something. It's not Mm -hmm. mine. And that's why I didn't get into it on Twitter and I don't want, and I'm, I'm trying to recant some of it now because even though I didn't put it out there, I don't want them to be pissed off and mm-hmm. um, 
not it's not even they're not mad at me for any reason because i'm oh, not affiliated with any of those people but um it's just the fact that there's no point in something being out there if they don't want it out there then there's it no won't be out there that's probably why eric berry injury was so tight-lipped exactly the day-to-day exactly. that's why it was so tight-lipped exactly so, i mean it is what it is it'll work out Any there's a reason why they don't tell people Good. things there, there's a reason why the Chiefs are the way they are. And you know what? That started a long time ago. That mm-hmm. wasn't something that just happened. The Chiefs started that a long time ago because of situations just like this. Mm-hmm. Okay, we've lost players over it. That's why I'm very tight-lipped about certain things that I hear about players. Unless mm-hmm. they tell me it's okay to put it out, I don't put it out. And they've lost players. They've had things happen. And it's a lot of it's because they meet somebody that, you know, somebody meets someone that they, mm-hmm. they find things out about or they find out things from. And then that person gets in trouble. The Chiefs get pissed off just like they are right now. And I don't want to get in, you know, I don't want to get in that situation. I've, I've had the same rapport with people for years and years and years, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to lose that, you know. And that's why I try to help them as much as I can, even though mm-hmm. it may not be, you know, it's not me that's doing it. I will still help them as much as I can. Yeah, I heard you so, say, man. Um, anyway, regardless, moving on. Uh, hopefully he gets well, and I'm sure he will because it's apparently it's not that major. Who, I mean, let's hope it's not anyway. And you know, and even if he fine. does have turf toe, we just hope exactly. it works out for the best for him. Exactly. So, and if it's just a minor situation, great. If it's mm-hmm. not, let's hope yeah. it. You know, let's hope it it progresses quickly and moves forward, and and mm-hmm. he's back out on the field. But we do have Nick Bolton, and if they move on and and do pick someone that you know just in case for depth, that's great for us. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, but, you ready um, to wrap up? Yep. Um, I say that's it, man. We got a game coming up soon, and we'll we'll uh, be doing a show right after that. And I think we're gonna have a guest on, um, somebody everybody will enjoy. Uh, and after the uh, game, we're gonna be doing a giveaway. So we got to get that out there as well. So we got yeah. something we're gonna be giving away week one. Mm-hmm. Yep, so week one. Week so. one. We got a giveaway coming. So everybody get their follow on for mm-hmm. Chiefs Focus. So we got to get that going. Anyway, with that being said, uh, that'd be the end of the show. <laughs> right, well, I appreciate you guys being on listening to another episode. Tune back next week. The Chiefs put the Browns and we're ready to go. Thank yep. you guys for listening to another episode. Thank you guys. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter. And uh, that's it. Peace out. Yep. Yep. See you guys.